Hi, welcome to another PSD cast from Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Alex Paul, and today I've got Ryan Push. He's the CEO and co-founder of Zentility. They're an energy management solutions uh, company. And, uh, well, we're going to talk about uh, smart grid, smart city, uh, the future of all of this smart power stuff. Isn't that right? Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Well, I'm really Actually, glad to uh, have you on because, well, yeah, go ahead, please, Ryan. No, I just, your intro, I just wanted to just clarify something really quick. So, um, you know, Zentility isn't really a, uh, a smart uh, management or, or solution or EMS, you know, company. We're not a, you know, not, not, not a smart meter or a, uh, you know, dealing with anything like that. We're more of a energy uh, software as a service, so a SaaS company, uh, very technical, right. technology. Yeah, very technology software focused, but uh, yeah, just wanted to clarify that real quick before we could jump in. Excellent. Well, no, and I appreciate that, Ryan, because I knew that software was a big part of it, and a lot's going on right now in the in software, but it's so many levels. Smart Grid is such a big space. Uh, actually, the next question I was going to ask you is at what point in this huge uh, elephant that is the smart grid. What part is our blind man holding on to? And you know, is it the spear, the snake, the fan? You know, what part of the smart grid is utility uh, in, inserting their value add? And what part of this future world that we're trying to build? Where are you injecting the, the uh, value add then? Yeah, good question. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I would say it's kind of a it's kind of a, a like a, like a three prong approach uh, for utility. Um, basically, they're, they're the first, I guess, prong is uh, in this this large, ever-changing energy grid, uh, energy world, uh, is, is deregulated energy. Uh, energy uh, restructuring, I know, uh, in, in Europe, I know, in, in, in Japan, which actually just deregulated, I believe, this year. Uh, and, mm-hmm. in some, and in some parts of the United States, uh, I believe there's 10 to 15 uh, uh, states that are that are deregulated in, in, a, in an aggressive way. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we, we, we deal we deal with that piece of it, which is the help businesses uh, doesn't matter what size uh, automate and simplify the management of their energy rates. That's one piece of it. Okay, and I can go into that right. uh, in, in a little bit further. Uh, I'll come back to that. Uh, the other well, piece, I expect you to. Yeah, yeah. The other piece is, uh, or the the other the other prong is the energy consumption management side, right? But not in the sense mm-hmm. of big data, you know, uh, numbers on a screen type of concept, right? That that that's been done. It's being done, and it's great. It's very very great. Right. But a lot of that comes with expensive hardware, you know, interval meters things, smart meters, things like that, uh, which, again, are great, but we're looking at it from the approach of how do we profile our customers? How, how, how do they think about their energy? How do, how do they manage uh, or, or, or not manage their energy, and how do we coach them uh, through this technology that we've created uh, to become more efficient, more educated, uh, and then which, which we believe will inherently help them, uh, you know, reduce their overall expenses which, uh, you know, which I'm sure you were aware, energy at a business is a top five, energy, is a top five expense, the most expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and the third piece 
which is sort of a smaller piece, kind of a, a kind of a, a nice to have with our software is we look at the energy uh, or utility bills to assure they're accurate every month. We have a scanning technology that does that through, uh, through the platform. So we basically manage and monitor and automate the rate, the energy consumption, and the energy bills all in one beautiful, simplistic platform. Got it, got it. Well, and that's, that's the name of the game, isn't it? I mean, as I had alluded to earlier, there are so many moving parts. There are so many aspects. If you're a company, you could be addressing your hardware. You could be addressing your facility layout. You could address who you're getting your energy from. You could address how it's being managed once it's inside the building, how efficient your equipment is. There are so many places to put the lever, sometimes it's hard to figure out where to start. And I think things that you're doing to integrate these decisions and help streamline those thought processes, I think, is going to go a long way. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't agree with you more. Like, it's so amazing to me when I, when I talk to our customers and our, and our prospects on, you know, how they, how they make these decisions. You know, what do they do, right? Mm-hmm. Because here, here's the thing. Currently today, Right? There are basically three options that customers have in deregulated states. And I'm just going to specifically talk about the United States. Okay? Sure, um, sure, sure. Yeah. So, one, they can stay with their utility. Right? And mm-hmm. that's great. Right? But the utility doesn't have any incentive to help the customer, you know, with any sort of rate. <laughs> that they can, right. yeah, they, they, they have no incentive, right? They, they they get paid because they own the pipes and the lines. That's just how it is. Um, right. <clears throat> second option is to go and find a supplier yourself. You as the, you as the business owner to go out and find a supplier and you know uh, go through that process. But that process, honestly, is very cumbersome. It's intimidating because there's so many options, and if you don't follow it or don't keep up to speed. You're, you're more than likely to make at some point in the, in the process, whether it's, you know, the first time you contract or the third time you contract with a supplier, you're going to probably end up making some sort of mistake just because there's so much analysis that has to go into it, okay? Um, right. The third piece is you go and you hire uh, or you – contract out with a broker, an energy broker, or an energy consultant. And actually, energy brokers and energy consultants, and, you know, don't, don't quote me on the exact percentage here, but I believe it makes up about 80% of the market, uh, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is, you know, vast, right? There, there's, there's thousands of energy brokers and consultants, in, in, you know, out there helping uh, businesses manage, you know, the, the rates uh, for them, Right. But the problem right. is, and, and if I could just back up really quick, you know, my background, I've spent uh, over 10 years in the energy space. Uh, I've done a lot of things in the energy space. I've seen a lot. I, uh, I worked for the largest energy uh, company in the country for a long time. Uh, I was doing uh, retail uh, power. I got to see sort of how energy was bought and sold on the open market. I got to see... Mm-hmm how energy companies make money behind the scenes, kind of pulling the curtain back. Um, I got to see, you know, I got the ability to help 
businesses around the country, you know, small to, to very, very large businesses, uh, develop complex energy management strategies. How do I buy? When do I buy? How much do I buy? What terms do I buy? What products do I buy? How do I manage my consumption with this to really, you know, drive down my cost? I mean, I, I've seen right. it all. There's a lot of brokers. There's a lot of consultants. There's a lot of aggregators. There's a lot of reverse auction platforms. There's a lot of, you know, there's so much out there. There's so much noise, right? So that was the problem. I was like, you know, it's not simple. It's not easy. No, I've it's been not. doing this for so long. You know, and not to mention that it's also, and this is something that, and that no one talks about, Alex, at all. <laughs> no one talks about the fee. How much money are these brokers that get salted? How much money they're making? It's staggering how much money they charge. And the, and the reason why they can do this is because they're not by law. They don't have to disclose their margin to the customer. So let me give you an example. Right. Let, me, let, let, me, let me give you an example, okay? Business owner, right? He hires a broker, okay? Broker comes in, says, I'm going to go out. I know everything about energy. I got all these relationships. You know, I, I, I give you the best break, okay? That's red flag number one because how are you going to guarantee the best rate? It's not possible. These rates are always changing, right? They're, they're, it's, it's essentially, you know, uh, you're, you're, you're a, a stock, if you will, of the future, uh, mm-hmm. So they go out and they say, I'm going to go out and collect these rates with these suppliers and bring them back to you. Let's say that the market rate from the best supplier rate is $0.06 cents per kilowatt hour, okay? Right. Let's just say that's the best rate they find, okay? They tell that supplier to put their margin on that rate. So their margin on average for a you know, let's say a, a medium-sized business, it's typically anywhere from three to five mils per kilowatt hour, okay? And what that means is, you know, a mil is a, you know, a fraction of a tenth of a penny. Um, what that means is if it's six cents market-driven rate, right, and mm-hmm. then you put on your, let's call it five mils, the rate that the customer actually signs off on the contract is 6.5 cents, Okay. So you see that right. every every time the customer pays their bill, the broker is getting paid by the supplier that 0.5 cents, right? So that doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're talking about hundreds of thousands or millions of kilowatt hours, you could do the math and say that this, you know, broker, consultant, or, or other supplier in, the, in, 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 this, in this particular case are making tens of thousands or in some cases hundreds of thousands dollars on one client and I got to see that right. firsthand and I was like you know I don't know I, I feel like this whole thing could be simplified automated it could be made more beautiful for design and more simplistic and if you can figure out a way to develop really complex technologies on the back end where everything is automated and you don't have to have a lot of overhead you can drive down those fees by in some cases 90% you know what I mean? Right. So that's, that's, what, that's what we do. Ventility basically manages and monitors the energy rates, consumption, and bills for a fraction of the cost. And frankly, for somebody that's actually using this platform and getting back more into sort of the grid and, you know, deregulation, it's, it's actually the most, uh, I think, transparent uh, 
service that they could possibly go after, and it doesn't cost anything to sign up, right? So it's free, so it has to prove itself. And one of the reasons right. why I'm kind of I'm going so far into this, sorry, one more thing, I'm going so far into this is because we actually just recently brought on um, as our senior advisor uh, Jim Cauley. Uh, he is, was the, in, uh, in some cases, uh, the, the uh, you know, grandfather of choice in deregulation, if you will. He actually helped mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Uh, uh, get deregulation more mainstream across the country. He was the former commissioner uh, and chairman of the Pennsylvania Public Service Commission. Uh, and he actually Got came it. on board because it's, you know, really helpful to customers and what have you. So, uh, so yeah, so that, that, that's sort of what Disability does. Okay. Well, now, see, and, and that brings all kinds of questions to mind, Ryan, and, and, sure. and um, uh, specifically from, from the uh, electronic design community's viewpoint, because, of course, they're the ones tasked with creating the solutions to address these situations and provide the functionalities to allow you to do these things. Yep. Um, and one of the questions is this whole aspect, and this is something that uh, we've talked about in this podcast and also within the pages of our publication, one day it may get to the point where you put your clothes in your washing machine and you put your money, you know, you, well, in the case of a pay washing machine, but if you, in the case of a household washing machine, you put, and you push the button and the washing machine doesn't go on right then and there. In the case of a paid one, obviously they would have to, but at home you put the, uh, clothes in your washing machine, you push, you push the button, and the washing machine doesn't necessarily go on at that point. It goes on when the spot price of electricity reaches your target price for washing clothes. Yes, do correct. You, do you see, I mean, I, obviously what your business, this is what the businesses are doing at the grid level, you know, in the household level, but it's all software. Eventually that's all going to trickle down to the hardware that exists in every device. Eventually everything's going to be checking the spot price of electricity. Sure. The, like sort of the Internet of Things movement. Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree. Market. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, the market, exactly. The Internet of Things market. Uh, yeah, I completely agree. I think, you know, based on, and again, I, I think your listeners probably are, are, are much more in tune with you know, how the hardware works, but, you know, right. I think that, I, you know, personally, you know, I've dabbled a little bit of this, in, in this stuff, and, I, and we have some partners that are extremely uh, forward-thinking about this, this type of uh, technology and the future of where this is going. And, yes, I think that in order to really truly, um, you know, meet the demand uh, and help with grid management, you're going to need everything to get smarter. I mean, look, the grid that we currently have right now, it works. The fuel mixes, you know, whether it be uh, coal or natural gas or wind or solar or hydro or what have you, Dukes, uh, you know, it, it's, it, it, all, it all sort of currently works, but it very much could be better. It could be uh, more efficient. And I think that's really what people are trying to, to, to do, right? They're trying to put a lot of money and, and, and thought and, and time into understanding how to make this technology, you know, better, the grid technology, right? I mean, the grid is the, the largest engine that we have, you know, in, in, in the country. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, and it obviously, you know, the reason why we are, you know, where we are today is because of, of energy, 
right? I mean, energy drives everything we do. Uh, it's exactly. It's an important aspect uh, of, of everything we do, and without it, we would be back in the, uh, you know, the, the dark ages. Um, and I think that, you know, as, as we as consumers, as businesses, you know, think about, and, and homeowners, think about, you know, where you know, they see their sort of money going, right, whether it's that, you know, whether it's that washing machine that they click a button and it, and it just dopes. Okay, I'm not going to do anything until, you know, this time of the day because this time of the day is, is more advantageous for me to run this, this energy, right? Or whether it's, you know, you know smart, smart lighting or whether it's everybody getting uh, a smart meter that they get, you know, you know, have more ability to automate these things because more data means more ability to do analysis, which equals the ability to, uh, you know, have a, a more of a grasp on what they should be doing. But it all comes back to mm-hmm. education. If you, if it all comes back to education. Like, if you're not, if you're not sort of in tune with this, and honestly, most homeowners and most businesses, uh, now I'm not trying to generalize, but they just don't, they don't really understand why, why they should buy right. these things or, or why they should, you know, do this. Or, or, or when they click the button uh, to wash their clothes, a lot of people, they want their clothes washed at that time, right? I mean, a lot of people just want these things done, but if they were educated through potentially, you know, different platforms that are out there that are saying, hey, look, uh, let's say, you know, you push that button. And I'm, again, you're getting you know, a little off here, but you push that button and something comes up on the screen where it says, hey, look, the reason why we're not starting it right now is because of X, Y, and Z. And right. that actually has a dollar cost savings to you of, of the, right? Like, that is really where I believe sort of this whole thing has to go. It's not just the technology that allows it to run at a specific time. It's explaining why it's doing it. That makes sense. That's an excellent point, Ryan. I'm really glad, you know, that's one of the reasons I'm glad to have people like you on the show is that's an excellent point to bring up. It really, really is. That's, that's, a, that's a piece of functionality that would be childishly easy to integrate into a piece of equipment. You know, the current prices of electricity are X. If you wait three hours, it'll be Y. It, the difference that you will save in washing these clothes is this much. You know, you'll save 50 cents or whatever it is. Whatever. But the fact that you could actually actively have your devices participate in your energy management, that's, a, that's, that's really cool. Yeah, and, that, and that's actually what we, that's what we do. That's what the facility does. Uh, well, at we the facility that, level. Oh, totally, at the facility level. I mean, actually, to be honest, right. we, started with, we started with the home. Uh, we started with the home, uh, you know, two years ago. But we realized ah. the home, yeah, uh, it, it just the home was just, it, it, it's, it's hard with, with consumers. Um, yes, it is. It's just the, the education, the, the, the willingness, the, you know, a lot of people just want to put, switch their lights on or make sure that and they just want to know that their heat's going to come on or their air conditioner's going to come on. And, and, and that's really, at that level, that's it. Um, I think it's getting better. But it was very difficult, and that's why we kind of pivoted to the business because businesses are spending a lot of money. They're looking for ways always to 
to save money on their energy expenses or utility bills because, you know, a lot of these cases, it's a, a, a top five expense in thousands and thousands of dollars a year. So, so yeah. No, well, and it's, that's the beautiful thing about this show um, is it winds up being usually a mutual agreement fest. It's, it, there's very few adversarial issues when it comes to making the world a better place through improved technology, especially within the walls of this show. Right, right. So, Ryan, unfortunately, um, it is a podcast, and we uh, do have a time limit, but before I let you go... I always let my guests have the last word on the show, and it could be a little bit more about the uh, technology. It could be a little bit more about your company. Or it could just be a tip for our audience, but the floor is yours. Yeah, thanks, Alex. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, no, I mean, really, honestly, like, we're, we're a startup company. We're, we're, we're a technology company. We're, we really don't look at ourselves as sort of a, an energy broker and an, or an energy management system. We, we truly look at ourselves as a as a software as a service, a technology-focused company that deals in the SaaS industry, right, the SaaS marketplace. And really, with that being said, you know, the main driver for us is to get the word out there that there is something simpler, there is something automated, there is something that can save you a lot of money, a lot of time, and a lot of headaches. And, you know, I just would love for people to check out the website at uh, www. Uh, which, you know, frankly, I don't even know why people even say WWW anymore. It's just, uh, we all know that. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, check out uh, Z-E-N-T-I-L-I-T-Y.com, and, uh, you know, sign up for your business. Uh, check it out. It's free to use. Uh, it's got to prove itself first. You get a ton of information about it. And, uh, and yeah, that's, that's it. Just check it out. Well, excellent. I hope they do. Um, you've really, like I said, uh, brought some very interesting insights, and I always encourage my audience to get as much deep background as possible on the spaces that they're designing into. And uh, like I said, I'm glad you came, and uh, you really uh, helped uh, move the conversation forward. Thanks a lot, Ryan. I appreciate it. No problem. Thanks, Doc. I appreciate that. Oh, the pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Power Systems Design. Have a great day.